I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. I remember traveling to San Francisco with my brother. It was right around the time that Trainual started, and we were at a conference. And in between the events at the conference, we needed to get some work done. And so we walked down the street and we walked into a WeWork. Now, if you've ever been in a big city anywhere in the world over the last 15 years or so, you may have experienced something like this. You take an elevator up to this beautiful loft, you walk in, there's music playing, it's decorated in almost like a, a W hotel or you know some cool boutique vibe. There's you know, uh, kegs of, uh, of beer or coffee on tap. There are people standing around, maybe playing ping pong. There are big benches where people are working. And then there's dedicated spaces where people and their coworkers are getting together for meetings. So if you're picturing one of those co-working spaces, one of those WeWork spaces, then I bet you enjoyed watching the We Crashed series. It was a dramatized series. Maybe you saw the documentary about the real thing, but I watched this We Crashed series with Anne Hathaway, Jared Leto, and I loved it. It was so much of the entrepreneurial story just packaged into eight or 10 episodes. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Whether or not you've seen it though, I pulled out a handful of lessons. And so here are 10 things that I learned from the We Crashed series that I think are great lessons for anyone that's running a business today. First, number one, focus. Focus on one thing. At the very beginning of the series, you could see that Adam Newman's character was trying to sell knee pads for babies and trying to sell uh, collapsible women's heels. And he had this crazy idea about living and working together that he was sort of you know, percolating and working on at the same time. But it, it was until he focused on that thing and realized it's that community, it's in an office, this is what I'm going to work on. That's when he started to have success. In a lot of businesses that I talk to, you are testing a lot of different products and services, or maybe you're trying to run a couple companies. I've done that in the past. I had my main company and I spent six figures on trying to start up this spin-off company that just didn't work. And I realized that you have to focus. You have to do one thing and do it really well. And if your focus gets split across a couple things, that's when you can really start to struggle in business. And so this series really uh, reminded me of that, that. Focus on one thing and you'll succeed at that one thing. Number two, a chip on your shoulder can actually be helpful. So in the character's case, in, in Adam's case, he was turned down by an investor that kind of made a mockery of what he was doing. A year later, two years later, he saw that investor in a restaurant and he shared his successes with him. And the investor looked at him and said, you know, that's, that's, uh, I, I pay my secretary more than you've made with this business. And he was kind of laughing at him. And that chip on the shoulder really helped carry through, I think, his ambition for the rest of the series. And so maybe something like that's how it happened to you. Maybe you've been told no. Maybe you've had family problem, health problem, and you want to overcome that. I know I have had that. And I've, you know, both with Trainual been told no by a ton of investors or told it was a dumb idea. 
um, with health. Uh, I've shared before that I'm a type one diabetic and I thought that that as a kid might hold me back, but I always wanted to get past that. So a chip on your shoulder, whatever it is, can be a, a way to turbocharge your ambition. Number three, you need the support of your family and friends to succeed. You need positive people in your corner rooting for you, telling you that you can do it. And Adam had that in his wife. So his wife, who was played by Anne Hathaway, was uh, an incredible supporter, believed in him more than he believed in himself. And there are several moments in the series where she had to look him in the eye and remind him that he had the conviction and that he was building something great. And so I'd ask you to think about who in your life is that for you? Who is reminding you that you're going to succeed instead of questioning you or tearing you down? Because I think successful entrepreneurs need that support. Number four, take bets on people. So this manifested in a couple different ways. So the co-founder of WeWork bet on Adam Newman when he was starting. He was an architect and he bet on him, not necessarily the idea, but he said, I want to work with you. He was on the phone with something else as Adam sharing the idea with him. And he basically just ignored that phone call, hung up, said, yep, I'm going to quit whatever I'm doing. I'm going all in. I'm working on you. Later in the episode, later in the uh, the series, um, they were recruiting someone that was running their own business, and she was incredible when it came to brand. And they wanted to bring her into WeWork, and that idea that you're constantly betting on people in the business kept popping up for me. So, in your company, take big bets on great people. When you come across great people out in the world bring them into your world, find a position for them, because I really think it's people that help accelerate what we're doing. Number five, create a community. So WeWork did this maybe to a extent that was way too far and it was a little cultish and it was a little probably unsafe how, how they did it, but they did have these big events and they brought people together and people that were part of this community would wear the t-shirts, they understood the values. And so maybe borrow a little piece of that for your company. How do you create more than just a job, but a community feel in your company so that there is this culture, there is this shared sense of mission and values, and people want to be together because they believe they're building something bigger. And that community is a strong way to grow a business. Number six, pay fairly. So toward the end of the series, as WeWork was running out of money, having to lay people off, uh, people were complaining that they had not been paid fairly, that their compensation was all a part of their their stock and equity and this story that this is going to be a huge company and and that's how it's going to pay off. And, and today you're not paid fairly. And so I know a lot of us with you know, VC funded companies or investment that are trying to create some big outcome for our people explain the value of stock or stock options. But that's not an excuse for not compensating people fairly today. So make sure people are paid fairly for the work that they're doing. Make sure that you're using market data, that you're understanding what, what other people doing the same work would be paid, and that you are paying people the right wage. Number seven, organize your chaos. So this may sound a little self-serving, but really this is about catching up on your problems. As WeWork was growing and they were trying to open so many locations in all these different countries and continents, 
they were constantly hearing about problems of supply shortages and uh, rent that they you know couldn't pay or or construction timelines that were off. Those problems were piling up. And Adam Newman, as a, a leader, was a little bit deaf to those problems, tone deaf to those problems, and, and saying he didn't want to hear it. He wanted to just keep building, figure it out, solve the problem. And, you know, where in one sense that kind of pushes people to find solutions they may not otherwise find, in the other sense, it's a, a bit delusional. Um, I remember in reading Steve Jobs' book, uh, they talked about the reality distortion field. And Steve, to some extent, uh, was said to do this as well, where he would just kind of ignore problems. And so I think it's a balance between you know tolerating chaos and understanding chaos as part of growth, but also trying to organize it at certain stages. Take a breath, understand your inventory of problems, make sure you're listening to your people and that you're putting some resources to solving those problems instead of just being delusional, and ignoring them. Number eight, pursue a big vision. So Adam and his wife wanted to uh, improve the world's consciousness or raise the world's consciousness. They had this very lofty vision. Uh, Even though that may be too lofty, your business needs to have a big vision that people are pursuing. So what is the big vision? What is the thing that you're changing about the industry or your community or the world or whatever it is? Why does your business exist and why are people excited to be a part of that with you? I think that goes back to the community piece, but that vision was prevalent through every episode in the We Crashed series. And make sure you have a similar vision that's a thread through your business. Number nine. Don't forget the fundamentals. So every business is in business to make money, to have a profitable model. And whether, again, you're, you're you know, raising VC funding to uh, jumpstart your idea or you're bootstrapped, you have to have a business that fundamentally works. The model works. We have customers paying us money. That money is enough to cover our expenses and we can operate profitably. So in a lot of businesses that are growing really fast or raising money, you're taking on investment to make some capital expenditures or to get ahead of building things, R&D, things like that. But at some point, your business needs to make money. And I think that as WeWork grew to the scale that it did, they lost touch a little bit with the fundamentals, even though they had outsiders telling them that the business was, uh, was the model was not going to work. They couldn't continue scaling like they were. They couldn't keep growing and keep burning more money. So don't forget the fundamentals in your business. And finally, number 10, don't ignore red flags. So if you've got employees standing up and telling you this is not working, if you've got consultants coming in and telling you things are not working, you can't just ignore the red flags. It goes a little bit back to that delusion I talked about earlier with the uh, organizing chaos, but you got to pay attention to red flags in the business because If you want your people to trust you and believe in you, you have to listen to the feedback that they're giving you and correct your actions. So I took away so much from this and and I'm only highlighting 10 things here, but really for any entrepreneur, for anyone that's part of a startup, for anyone that's involved in a growing team, I think you'll watch this, you'll laugh, you'll cringe, 
and you'll take some practical things away for your business. So if you haven't checked it out, go check out We Crashed. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.